This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 442 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have good neighbor Maggie Kyle Petrates, her company, Beach Bungalow Blinds. Maggie, how you doing? Good. How are you today? Doing really good and uh, thrilled to have you. Thank uh, you. You know, for our listeners, Maggie and I and, and, and Barb, my wife, we got to know you a little bit at a recent event and you have such an amazing story. So I'm really looking forward to learning more and you sharing that with our listeners. But let's start, Maggie, with Beach Bungalow Blinds. Tell us about the company. Uh, Beach Bungalow Blinds was founded in 2009 and our current owner, Jimmy Holly, purchased it in 2014 and brought it in under the Storm Solutions umbrella. So we are actually a sister company to Storm Solutions, and we have a beautiful showroom on Metro Parkway, and we distribute plantation shutters that are both locally made as well as nationally known brands and uh, Hunter Douglas products. So we are a window treatment specialist. The journey that you took getting to where you are now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to that because that's, again, it's just an amazing story. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Um, well, I am a graduate of Purdue University with a Bachelor of Science in Interior Design and Architectural Technology. And um, my, my job journey took me to Boston shortly after graduation, where I had my own business for 23 years, um, importing, designing, and manufacturing door hardware for the rich and famous. Wow. And um, in 2005, I had the opportunity to sell that business and move to Florida. And so I started a whole new career path when I moved here, um, thinking, oh, I will go back into interior design work, and which I have done. And um, I have worked for several different companies, uh, several furniture stores down here. And um, in 2016, I had the opportunity to join Beach Bungalow and focus solely on doing window treatments. So now it's, it's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. So the, your, your hardware company, uh, you've done some pretty unique, interesting projects uh, yes. over that 23 year span, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I am. Um, I, uh, a home I, I worked on back in 2000 to 2002. That's how long it took us to make, well, for the house to be built, <laughs> for us to make the door knobs. Uh, recently sold in Naples for around $52 million. Wow. So wow. we, um, it was very unique in that the hardware was all handcrafted. And we des I designed dolphin levers for um, some of the bedrooms and the main floor. And we had other little specialty things, including embedding uh, rubies, diamonds, and emeralds in a couple of the pieces as a special thank you to the owners. And uh, so we also did things for um, movie stars, sports stars, um, big names, yeah. um, yeah. homes, all over the United States and in Europe. So it was just a very unique place to be at a very unique time. And I mm -hmm. sold it, sold the business in 2005. And it was the perfect timing to sell the business. <laughs> but the kids of the molds all went off to upstate New York and they're still being made today. 
How about that? And were these designs that you created or, or did you have uh, a lot of the, a lot of the designs were ones I created. Yeah. I also used a lot of historical reference. I learned the hardware business in Belgium. So I um, had a, definitely a strong European influence in my designs. So they tended to be rather traditional. Um, Gothic was one of the themes that a lot of the pieces had. Mm. Um, so they, they range the gamut depending on what the client wanted. Um, yeah. I could do some very contemporary pieces as well. So yeah. it just really depended on what the client asked for. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, it gave me a wonderful opportunity. I worked with some of the best architects and interior designers in the country and um, got to see how that little 3% of the population lives. <laughs> very neat. So, Nowadays, uh, you know, with the beach bungalow blinds, do, do you actually like go into the homes and, and, you know, kind of consult on the best way to, you know, is the word decorate or, or treat a window? Yes, I do. Yeah. So yeah. Our, our, the way we work is um, you contact either myself directly or the office and we set up an appointment. I come out, I bring sample cases with me. In the, in the phone call before the appointment, we try to find out a little bit more about what it is you're interested in. Do you want plantation shutters? Are you looking for soft treatments like curtains and balances and cornices? Are you looking for the Hunter Douglas products? I mean, those are um, our main product line. And so we will, within that, we'll, we'll do a lot of little questions and asking what it is that you're looking for. And then we set up a design consult and I come out, um, I consult with the client and review options, make suggestions. Um, then we go through the process of looking at product and selecting colors, selecting what's going to work. Um, do you need blackout in this room? Do you need just light dimming? Is it for privacy? Is it for glare and sun control? Um, down here, we have these massive sliding glass doors on the great mm. rooms. And what do you do in the great room? You watch TV. <laughs> and then there's the swimming pool right outside on the other side of those glass doors. Yeah. So guess what? You're watching TV in the middle of the afternoon. And what do you see? You're seeing the swimming pool. Yeah. And so um, glare and light control is really important down here mm. for you to enjoy your interior space. Yeah. And um, we, so that's what we, we really work with the client to find out what it is that they need yeah. and how we can solve their light control yeah. issues. Yeah, that's awesome. How about any myths or misconceptions that you run into or hear about in your industry? Um, one of the biggest ones we hear about is that plantation shutters are ridiculously expensive and they really aren't. They are they can be um, very cost-effective in certain applications, um, especially smaller windows, high-to-reach windows, uh, windows and showers. And I don't know what is up with builders putting windows in showers when you have a second-floor house <laughs> next door, <laughs> but <laughs> it is common. it's a common problem that we have to solve. Uh, um, so we offer different levels of plantation shutters that can solve those issues. And they are cost effective. Um, they're they're going to last you ten to twenty years easily. Um, so there's something that 
their investment into your home. Uh, our local made plantation shutters are tax exempt. They're considered like kitchen cabinetry, they a permanent fixture to the home. So right off the right out the door, you're saving six and a half percent and no sales tax. And they are beautiful. Um, realtors tell me when they go into a house as they're trying to write up a listing and they see plantation shutters, that's a big selling point for them. Yeah. So plantation shutters are really great. So that's a big myth. Um, yeah. The other um, big myth that we have run into recently is that um, automation is too expensive and too complicated. And um, home automation is, is the thing. It's the way to go because now um, Hunter Douglas makes their shades, even one of their lines of plantation shutters to be automated and work with Siri or Alexa, um, either a Droid or an Apple phone, your iPad, you mm. can control your shades. Um, They've also introduced a rechargeable battery wand. So now you recharge the battery wand like you do your cell phones. Right. You don't, you don't have to take it down and put 12 AA batteries in it and, and throw 12 AA batteries into the recycling or yeah. having to dispose of batteries. Yeah. Um, so it, it is a, it's a, something they introduced last year during 2020. I know they planned on having a big hoopla about rechargeable batteries and um we are we have converted pretty much every single sale now is got rechargeable batteries on it yeah. as opposed to the standard battery pack but those are probably the two of the biggest myths that we run into mm. um but you know they're actually not a problem <laughs> <laughs> Love it. we have Love a solution yeah and and uh, do do the uh, from the I guess the remote control concept or, or aspects are you able to like set a time for the shades to do certain things at certain yes. times of the day and all that yeah, yeah they have this wonderful thing it's called a um, a scene controller and it works with uh, the Wi-Fi in your home and you can set it up that every day at three o'clock the shades on this side the house closed because that's when the south and west yes. sun begin to come in yes we, we had one client that bought the plantation shutters and he had them open every morning at six o'clock to wake up his teenage <laughs> son <laughs> so yes they can be used um you you can control them um, yeah. i have a lot of clients on the fort myers beach and you know down there we have to have blackout shades for turtle season oh yeah and we have clients that will buy that and they will put the scene controller on simply to remind themselves or their family members that are staying there mm -hmm. during the summer or tenants that they, if it's a rental unit, yeah. six o'clock, those shades come down How about and, yeah. and you can change it throughout the year. So it adjusts yeah. to yeah. the, the pattern, but it's, it's a really great feature. Yeah. Gotta be a great energy saver. Yeah. Yes. That too. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Super. All right. Good to know. So how about outside of the uh, working day? What are you doing for fun? Oh, well, um, I have wire hair box terrier dogs. So my uh, dogs take up a lot of extra time. So it's you know, time to walk them and enjoy time with them. And 
Um, I also live with my mom and, or I should say my mom lives with me. One or the other, we live to, we share the house. (laughs) And uh, so I, I do spend a lot of time with her. Um, I am involved in a a local church and um, I'm also an artist. So when I have spare time, um, art is a big thing for me. I'm Mm. either, I want to go see art or I'm drawing or painting. Yeah. You also are a published coloring book uh, author, I guess, because I, yes. I see your coloring book in our house. So uh, <laughs> okay. which Barb was thrilled to get on Amazon. She's a big yes. time colorer. So, uh. Yes, I um, published that um, in 2018. Um, uh-huh. It's got 50 original drawings in it. And it took me two years to draw all of the drawings. Wow. And um, the inspiration came from, um, I'm an infinite possibilities trainer. So I um, went to a resort. I was at a resort for a retreat Mm -hmm. down in Key West. And I got the inspiration to take my little dragonfly sketchy drawings that I did for everybody and turn it into a coloring book. Mm -hmm. And because people were like, wow, you know, if I could color those, because I they got them from me, they were already colored. <laughs> they were like, wow, if I could color those, that'd be really cool. <laughs> so um, oh, that's great. Hence the book was, it was the book was born. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you got to share for our listeners the name of the book. I know it can be found on Amazon because we have a copy. Yes, yeah. it's um, Transformations, um, the Infinite Journey, the Journey of Infinite Transformations. I have to- <laughs> transformations exploring the journey of infinite transformations i've said it and read it so many times (laughs) you know why why you know our brains are so full with all this other stuff for the things we already have written down why bother trying to remember it just pick up the copy of it and read it right yes yes right (laughs) just pick it up and read it (laughs) oh that's great how about from a hardship standpoint maggie you know looking back in life uh what comes to mind a time that you were you know challenged and you got through it and now you can say I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Oh, I, I have to say, um, my life has been blessed with so many different adventures Mm. and events. And so they've also presented a lot of challenges. Um, and, um, I've been humbled by the challenges that have been presented to me because they have at times been earth shattering um, perhaps one of the largest was um, when we had the door hardware factory over in post-Soviet Lithuania. And um, in hiring workers, we found that <clears throat> we, were, we were paying four times what the local wage was. And we were paying in U.S. dollars. And it gave them a lot of buying power. But one of the things that we learned was that they couldn't get things. So little things that we take for granted, mm. like deodorant soaps, deodorant, baby powder, diapers, um, pampers, they thought were just a miracle. Wow. <laughs> um, and so um, we actually started a couple of drives and we, were, we, ra- we raised um, donations of clothing. And um, I went to local merchants and got discounts on bulk, you know, buying cases Mm -hmm. of 48 bottle things of men's deodorant, um, athlete's foot cream. And um, I went to 
uh, first uh, Finnish Air and then Lufthansa both helped us with shipping them over. But one of my cargo loads was 22 boxes of toys that had all been gently loved. Mm. And we donated those. um, All the workers' children's got a couple of toys, but then the rest of the toys we donated to an orphanage. And Mm. this was just right after Chernobyl had happened. And so there were a lot of children that were born with... Uh, there was children there. They were born without hands or feet or with tails or blind. And it was from the radio activity mm-hmm. exposure. Uh. And um, so we made sure all those kids had toys and then other shipments would have been closed. Um, we had, I had lived outside of Boston and people were very generous in donating children's clothes and diapers. And we would, pack them up and ship them over. So Mm. it was one of the most, um, it it was one of the things that really moved me the most to see um, how they had lived for 50 years under Soviet occupation and how blessed we really, really were. Mm. Mm. Wow. Wow. You have lived girl. Holy (laughs) moly. Thank you for sharing that. Like I said, I have been, I, I have lived and I've had some, I've been very blessed as well. Yeah, yeah. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about beach bungalow blinds? What comes to mind? Oh, what is one thing? Um, we are a small business and as a small business, we like to support other small businesses. So we work off of a great referral network and um, we have been a, part of storm solutions you know they are they do the windows and doors we do the interior side of the products and um but we are very much into working with the local community in the referral system Mm. and that's our good educated client is our best referral yeah yeah amen about our listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch, what's the best way for them to do so? Okay. I can be reached at Maggie at beachbungalowblinds.com. We do have a wonderful showroom at 12630 Metro Parkway. We are on Facebook, Beach Bungalow Blinds. And we're also on internet. Our website is beachbungalowblinds.com. Or you can actually Google Hunter Douglas and select our showroom through the drop down. There's a lot of Hunter Douglas showrooms here in the area, but you will find beach bungalow blinds listed. Okay, super. Well, Maggie, it's been a lot of fun and uh, really appreciate you sharing your story. And we look forward to uh, seeing you succeed over and over and over again in the community there and wish you the best. Thank you, Charlie. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.